Building yourselves up on your most holy faith. Doing what? Praying in the Holy Ghost. May you be built up in Jesus' name. He says, but, but you, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith. How do you do it? Praying in the Holy Spirit. If you want to be built up in any area of your life, take time to pray in the Holy Spirit. Just take time. And just pray in tongues. Please, sometimes, why we don't get results that we ought to get why about pray, when we pray in tongues is because some things are missing in our lives. Just this, just by the way. Number one, a lot of people pray without expectation. You know, so a lot of people pray without expecting anything. It's time to pray, we just pray. No. Um, there's a place I will read in the church today. Uh, in, uh, this church, do. But I mean, in Grace B today. You know, in Psalm 50, Kai, I forgot you know. Psalm 5, Psalm 5. Psalm 5. Please, I, 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 I need to just, today, I mean, all, all I'm going to do is just the reviews of all the things we have said. I don't like to be in a hurry because this is epignosis. So just permit me, please. And I trust God to, to, to bless you in Jesus' name. Now, look at what it says here. It says, give here to my words. Or if you are a Yoruba person, give here to my words. And some of you right now, you are just wondering, there's no difference now. What is this? Uh-huh. What, what is Give here. Uh-huh. Just like you eat egg. Okay. And some of you are still wondering, what is wrong with egg? Nothing is wrong with egg. Only that you don't eat egg. And it's not pronounced egg. Let's go. <laughs> give me, I said, give ear to my words. Oh Lord, consider my meditations. He said, look at it, what he's saying. He said, oh God, give ear to my words. What is he doing? He's praying. Because prayer is expressing your words to God, right? He's praying. And he says, as I'm praying also, I'm also thinking. I'm meditating. That's what Bible says God is able to do exceedingly abundantly about what you ask or what or think. Is somebody hearing me right now? You're also thinking. You are forming images in your heart. What you are expecting from God. Give ear to just give attention to my meditation. Okay, verse 2. Give ear, say, give ear to the voice of my cry, my king and my God. For to you, what? I will pray. To you, I will pray. Verse 3. And my voice you shall hear, what? In the morning, O Lord. In the morning, let me even ask you first of all this morning. How many of you pray this morning? It's good. See, when we talk about prayer, eh? you don't, don't pray like pastor three hours. Are you hearing me? But make sure you are praying. 20 minutes, 15 minutes. Make sure you are praying. Hallelujah. It says, my voice you shall hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning, what? I will direct it to you. My voice, right? What's the next thing? And I will what? Look up. 
That's what I'm trying to say. You must pray with expectation. If I talk to you without looking at you, I'm not expecting anything. Ah, uh, doctor, today I'll see you. Uh, yeah, uh, don't worry, we go catch up. What kind of talk is that one? No, no, no. What kind of discussion is that one? Ah, sir, I, I need to see you, sir. Okay, like what time should I come? And by my looking, you will know that I'm expecting like an answer. Don't talk to God and turn your back. No expectation. He says, after I have prayed, I will continue to do what? Look up. That means throughout the day, you are, the way you are looking, eh? Hey! The way you are looking is like, it can happen anytime. God, where is the answer coming? Is this the answer? Is this the answer? Is she the answer? You are looking. Hallelujah! I will look up. Prayer without expectation is a waste of time. It's an expression of unbelief. You must pray and be expectant. When you want God to speak to you, expect him to speak to you. Say, God, give me direction. Guide me in this matter. And expect it. You know what? God may not speak to you when you knelt down. He may not speak to you when you are reading the Bible. He may just be as we are discussing with a friend. And in that discussion, the answer for what you are looking for will just drop. Why? How did it do? Because you were expectant. Sometimes when you are not expectant, even what you are looking for will come. You will not know that's what you are looking for. You know why? Because you are not expectant. You are not expectant. He said, after I have prayed, I will look up. You are looking for a job. You have prayed, be, looking, be expectant. Yes. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, surely there is an end. And the expectation of the righteous will not be cut off. Hallelujah. Be expectant. Look at that, 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 that man by the beautiful gate. He asked them for money, but he wasn't expecting anything. You know, Peter, you know what Peter said? <laughs> he said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I shall have, I give unto you. you know, but, but before he said that, you know what he said? He said, look on us. Be expectant from us. I have something to give you, but be expectant. Glory be to God forevermore. Whatever you do with that expectation is a waste of time. Lift up your right hand and say with me this money, I am expectant. Honestly, you know, no, that is not power. Say, I, I am expectant. Hallelujah. I'm expecting favor to happen for me at any time. Are you hearing me? I'm expecting breakthrough to happen in your life at any time. We are expectant. So pray without expectation. No, it's not, it's not right. So I just needed to say that. That, you know, it's, it's a, it's a beauty of yourself on your most holy faith. Do what? Pray in the Holy Ghost. Right? Now, there's also something I want you to do when you pray. Apart from being expectant after you pray. Please, always pray with your notes. Or who goes for a serious meeting without a, a, a note, without an agenda? Prayer note, have prayer note. What, what you ask God, tell, write it down. Let it become your reference, reference point. What, what, what you are talking, write it down. These are ABC of Christianity. You can't just you, you pray nebulously and be praying open, generally and be praying open endedly. No, have notes because your notes will guide your prayer and your notes will also document the answer. Your notes will guide your prayer, also document your answer because in your prayer, honestly. There are some things that God will speak to, say, tell you to you in prayer that if, if you don't write it down at that moment, when you leave that place, you forget. You forget. You will not be remembering, oh, remembering something. No. It could be a To come back, it becomes very difficult. Hallelujah. 
like somebody was praying and God told him, your son will not go to social university. He went to that university. His wife went to that university. So, and the course the son wants to read is good in that university. So, generally or naturally, the son should go to that university. And they live in the business of that university. So, it just flows. Because he did this primary and secondary school in that town. So, second, just flow to that university. It's very easy. All his friends are professors in that university. So, not whether he even write job, you know, right job, we go going. <laughs> so, he was just, one day was praying. God told him, your son will not enter that, will not, that, he wrote it down. Several years and, and left it there. When it was time for jam, he had forgotten. They were thinking, okay, should he go here? Should he not go here? He had forgotten. One day, by the leading of the Holy Spirit, the wife was arranging the house. A note fell out. It was there. Your memory may forget. Your note will never forget. Document it. Are you hearing me? Document it. Sometimes we get carried away by what is going on around us. We have forgotten what God said five years ago. But the plan is already clear from the beginning. Document it. Some things are happening in your life right now. You think it's strange. If you are documented, then you will know that God is what God has told you before. Glory be to God forevermore. So let those things, two things guide your prayer life. Be expectant. Number two, write. Hallelujah. So let me give you second scriptures. I, have, I will now quickly review all the prayer points we have we've laid out. And then we'll close that for that today. Then next week we'll talk, we talk, we pay, we take the next prayer point. Look at what it says here. Um, go to the book of James chapter 5. James chapter 5, verse 13. James 5, 13. Please, 13, 13, 13, 13. Okay. Why is this one not showing now? Hallelujah. Is anyone among you what? Suffering. Let him do what? Let him pray. I, I like the way it's, it's put in King James Version. It is a better spiritual English. Please give me King James Version. Uh-huh. Is anyone among you what? Afflicted. Let him do what? Pray. Some people always say that affliction means demonic attack. It doesn't necessarily mean that. Anything that hinders your well-being on a consistent basis is an affliction. Never forget, write that down. Anything that hinders your well-being on a consistent basis is an affliction. It could be a sickness that occurs every July. That no matter what your plans are, that sickness must just disrupt your plan for that year. July. From July the 4th. <laughs> For some people, they gather, they try their best. At the point of execution, things scatter. The board will have sat. Your name will have been penciled down. Then when it gets to personnel for them to just execute, everything will just scatter. Is anyone afflicted? Let him do what? Let him pray. Affliction could be sickness. 
It could be circumstantial. It could be anywhere, anything. Circumstances. Is anyone afflicted? Let him do what? Let him pray. Who should pray? No, who should pray? The afflicted person. And not to be sending out prayer points. I'll be looking for the prophet to pray for him. You get what I'm trying to say right now? Is anyone afflicted? Let him do what? Let him pray. May the Lord strengthen you. May the Lord strengthen you. Let me ask you a question. For how long should you pray? You pray for as long as the affliction affliction remains. Uh, Because if you don't see the end of that affliction, that affliction will see your end. Is anyone afflicted? Let him do what? Let him pray. Hallelujah. So now, we said there are certain prayer points that would be part and parcel of our lives. We said number one prayer point that we I recommend for a person to have a successful life. I said number one prayer point, always ask God to bless you indeed. It's a powerful point. Always say, God, bless me indeed. And I am praying for you from the bottom of my heart. That may God bless you indeed. May you not live a dependent dependent life. May you not be a place or a person where people offload what they don't want. Uh, after they finish using their clothes, they are looking for where to dump it. They think of you. I said that will not be your portion in Jesus' mighty name. You will never have to look up to anybody, to anybody before you eat. You will never look up to anybody before you pay your school fees. Never, you will never look up to anybody before you pay your rent. The Lord himself will bless you indeed. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I pray for you that you will not be part of the problem. You are a part of the solution. That because of you, many will be fed. Because of you, many will go to school. Because of you, many will be relieved. Many will thank God for your life. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Please be seated. Bible says we have been blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, right? But that's the spiritual realm. I'm not saying it's not real, but it must be real in your life. I remember telling you a story that time. Remember? Just this story, I'll just do a review. I made up my mind to do a review. I remember telling you a story of somebody that was stranded by the roadside. Remember? You could easily remember. So let me just tell you the full story. Gave him a ride, and in the course of interaction, he was robbed. His car was collected. Phone taken. Post taken. Now, by the roadside, begging, begging. Gave him a ride. Interaction. Now, he was a multimillionaire. But at that time, he was a pauper. Why? The connection between him and his money had been taken away. There was no connection. 
Toss taken away, car taken away, phones taken away. Are you hearing me? It's not as if you are not blessed. But sometimes there's a gap between you and your blessing. You need somebody in your life or you need something to happen in your life that will connect you indeed to what you call the blessing. May you be connected indeed. That's what I'm talking about. That was the prayer of Jebesh. First Chronicles chapter 4 verse 9. Write it down. First Chronicles chapter 4 verses chapter 9, uh, chapter 4 verses 9 to 10. Whereby he said, Oh Lord, that you will bless me what? Indeed. You know what? What, what, what I'm perceiving in my spirit right now? Some of you, you are on your way to being blessed indeed. Mark my word. Mark my word. Mark this word I'm talking about today. Mark my word this morning. Not too far from now, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, you will collide with being blessed indeed. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I just sense it strongly in my spirit. There are some of you are on that journey. You are on that journey of being blessed indeed. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Not too far from now, we will come and celebrate with you. In the name of Jesus Christ. You know what? What are we celebrating? They say, God, the Lord has blessed me. What? Indeed. Hallelujah. The Lord has blessed me indeed. Glory be to God forevermore. You know what Sarah said? He said, the Lord has made me to laugh. And everyone who heard about it will laugh with me. The Lord has made me to laugh. You know, he was, having, he was planning, she was planning something. She said, Abraham, please take Hagar. Let her give back to a child on my lap. So from childhood, I will adopt that baby. So it will look as if I am blessed. But at the end, we knew that if she wasn't blessed. Right. Indeed, indeed. You get what I'm right to say right now. She wasn't blessed indeed. Because when the woman conceived, her attitude towards her changed. That's why she knew that no, this one was not going to work. They should have been calling her Mama Ishme. Mama Ishme. Mama Ishme. He said no. This is, this is a, a, a fake blessing. When God gave her her home, glory be to God forevermore, she was one that orchestrated the remover <laughs> of Ishmael. I am praying for you. Some blessings will hit your life. That what you thought was a blessing will be nothing. Some blessings will hit your life that will, will make you look at what you thought was a blessing as nothing. In the name of Jesus Christ. Say that say, Lord, that you bless me what? Indeed. Indeed. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory be to God forevermore. Hallelujah. David was king when he was running around in the bush. When Saul was trying to kill him. But when he sat on the throne, he said, Now I know. Now I know that the Lord has made me king. He was anointed king, but how did he know when he experienced it? Now I know. Hey! May somebody know here in Jesus' mighty name. I pray for you today that may somebody here know indeed in the name of Jesus Christ. 
You know, how did he know? Bible says, while he was sitting, while he was on his throne, then Bible says, the elders of Israel came and gave him a blessing. From Judah they came. From uh, Benjamin they came. Everywhere, Bible said, they were, then the kings around the nation, around him, the king, other kings came and sent messages to him. He said, no, I perceive. Now I know the Lord has made me king indeed. May you receive messages from everywhere. That will confirm to you what God is doing in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Say, now I know indeed. Glory be to be seated, be seated, be seated. Hallelujah. Number two, prayer point. Tell yourself, keep praying that, that, that number one prayer point, point for yourself continually. Father, thank you for blessing me indeed. Thank you for blessing me indeed. I give you praise, I honor, thank you for blessing me indeed. Hallelujah. Then, Number two prayer point. I said so that you will what? You become acceptable. Thank you. That you become acceptable. Oh, Father, I give you praise. May you be acceptable. And we said that we said that that, 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 that prayer for acceptance. It, it, it divided into two. It's not one. We said number one, number, number A part of it, number, number A part of it is that, that your person may be accepted. And then number two part of it is that may your service, what you have to offer to humanity, be accepted. You know, if your person is accepted, no, he's a good guy, he's a good lady. But when they want to share the, the booty, they don't call him. He's just a nice guy. They won't call him. That is the person that is accepted, but what he has to offer is not accepted. May both your person and what you have to utter or offer may be acceptable in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Deuteronomy 33, verse 24. It's a serious prayer point you pray. Of what point? He said, hey, that guy's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. I like him. But whatever you have to, to offer, nobody patronizes it. I don't want to be a good guy without results. <laughs> I don't want to be a good guy. It's not good. It's not good for you. Because if you are a good guy without results, you will soon become a bad guy. I'm telling you. Why? Somebody hearing me this morning. He says, and of Asha, he said, I've told you, just put your name there. You are a child of covenant. And of Asha, I said, let Asha be blessed with children. Let him us be what? Acceptable toward his brethren. Let him, let his person be acceptable. And let him dip his feet in oil. Say amen to that. Amen. Romans chapter 15. This is a person be accepted now. Let him be acceptable. Okay, this is Romans chapter 15. Oh, God bless you. The person is moving very faster than me. Verse 30, verse 30, verse 30, verse 30, verse 30. Romans 15, 30. Now I beseech you, brethren, for the love of, of for the, uh, I beseech you, brethren, sorry, for the Lord Jesus Christ's sake and for the love of the Spirit, that you strive together with me, what? In your prayers to God for me. This is a prayer point too. That you strive together with me in prayer for this particular prayer point. Look at the next slide. What's the prayer point? Verse 31. Verse 31, please. 
It says, that I may be what? Delivered from those who, from those, uh, from those in Judea who do not believe. And what? And that my service for Jerusalem will go what? Acceptable to the saints. Say amen to that. Apart from that one said, may your person be accepted. This one said, that may my service be acceptable. May your service be acceptable. May what you have to offer to humanity be acceptable. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hmm. Do you know there are people that you don't agree with their person, but you enjoy their services? What they have to offer? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You don't like them, but, you, but what they have to offer? Glory be to God forevermore. But may both be yours in Jesus' name. May both be yours. Glory be to God forevermore. The Bible says Jesus Christ had favor with God and with man. Man. This person was acceptable. Hallelujah. And the Bible says when he spoke, the Bible says the common people, they heard him gladly. What he had to offer was also accepted. Hallelujah. And finally, this morning, because of our time, we said the third prayer point that you need to pray for yourself continually is that you may walk in the fullness of the plan of God for your life. Say amen to that. Hmm. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for everybody under the sound of my voice this morning. But that may the plan of God unveil step by step, stage by stage, face by face, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. How many of you know that you came to this world with a plan? That's a purpose for your life. You are not an accident. That's a purpose, that's a plan. I don't care whether when, when they gave back to you, there was no naming ceremony. Maybe the person that saw you, they just found you in the hospital and picked you. For the fact that you showed up here, that's a plan. And may that plan crystallize. May that plan be established. And whatever will disturb that plan, we rebuke it this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1. Verse 9. Those are the prayer points you pray. Just imagine. You, all that you have is money. But you are not working in purpose. What is that? You understand what I'm saying? All that you have, you have a lot of degrees like somebody the other day. <laughs> he has about three PhDs. I think three PhDs, I think he has nine masters. Yeah. That is, that, that is some, that's some achievement. That's I don't, de- I, you know, their brains are so hot that they need to cool it down. I mean, something must be going on. Yeah. Nine masters, three PhDs. Some of you, up to today, even half master, you know, not to talk of having nine. To even try to have the P, not the HD. The HD is high definition. Are you hearing me? That P, that pastor P, you don't have. But he passed. 
passed and I was with the son. And we were talking. And if there was any regret whatsoever, is that the man didn't fulfill his purpose. You know sometimes, do you, how do you know somebody's not working in purpose? Can I tell you? Restlessness. Restlessness. You, you, experiment, you experiment with this, experiment with that, experiment with this. Restlessness. Today is not the day. I, I think I've already mentioned, go and watch the CD in the time past. Too. I think I already mentioned it. That one of the ways God, if God's voice doesn't get across to you, he uses frustration to get you. Yes, it doesn't mean that you are a sinner. It doesn't mean that you are a bad person. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't mean that you are living a bad life. God, what God is just doing that, he wants to take you to another purpose. So what you used to enjoy, you don't enjoy it, any, you don't enjoy it anymore. Now, don't go and meet your wife and say, you see now, I am going, I used to enjoy this marriage, I don't enjoy it anymore. <laughs> you have started your evil ways, so I'm not talking about that. <laughs> You know, when you, are, when you used to go to work with, with, with spring on your, on, on your steps, now to go to work, you are, you are just tickle, tickle. You know what I mean? It's just sky, you know? You don't feel like going to that business place anymore. Sometimes, are you hearing me? The neighborhood that used to excite you, you don't feel like living, living that neighborhood anymore. But you are saying, but I built this house. God has another purpose. God has another purpose. Don't, don't be too attached to anything. At the end of the day, it's still brick and mortar. It can, be replaced, it can be replaced, it can be repeated anywhere. Tell your neighbor, God has a bigger purpose. God has a bigger purpose. So sometimes when you're just feeling that frustration inside of that restlessness, it's a sign that something, that's a, pray it out. Glory be to God forevermore. Don't just assume and take a step. Bam! Pray! It's a sign that something is, is cooking. You know some women don't even know they are pregnant. But they were doing stuff. Let me leave that. They know they are pregnant. Then one day they, they will just start vomiting. And then they just like malaria. They don't know better. I use mosquito net. I don't know where the malaria is coming from. So go and see doctor. Then they go and see doctor. They say you are eight, eight months gone. Okay. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. You know that cannot be up to eight months. <laughs> you know you are eight weeks. Hey, are you a man? Are you a woman? See, <laughs> he said you are twelve weeks gone. You are eleven weeks gone. How did he discover that she was carrying a seed? The uncomfortable feeling. Sometimes that uncomfortable feeling you are having is a pointer that there's a seed growing inside of you. There's something you are, you are carrying that you need to give expression to. It's not a bad thing that you feel that way. It's how you handle it. So a bad thing that you feel that way is how you handle it. Glory be to God forevermore. May you give back to the next phase of your life. May you move to the next season of your life. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Honestly, some of you, you will never enter into what God wants you to do by God just merely talking to you. Sometimes it will use frustration. Your friend will turn against you. It will make the atmosphere unbearable that you know you have to leave. All of a sudden, 
First promotion, although your, your assessment, you are the best, they will promote, they will not promote you. Second one, third one. And you talk to this one, talk to this one, nobody seems to, to be able to do anything. And then you begin to feel uncomfortable. Don't you think that God is asking you to move on? I am not asking you to move on. I say, don't you think? Are you hearing me? Whereby you take your time to pray and you see what God wants you to do. Am I, am I speaking to uh, above anybody this morning? Hallelujah. I've always been, I didn't want to spend about my time this morning because we have too many things to do today. So, Colossians chapter 1. I didn't read it, right? Did I read it? Colossians chapter 1, verse 9. Verse 9. Thank you, Holy Spirit. It's not a bad thing. If we are not hearing, eh, may He guide us. Are you hearing me? And what, you know what happened to Lot? Lot, they said, leave there. Go to, some of them guy was going. Bible said, was you tickle, tickle? The angel grabbed him <laughs> and dragged him. Sometimes you need to guide, God needs to guide you that way. Are you hearing? If it's, if it's my mom, was the, if my mom was that angel, it's not, it can't grab your hand like that too. About two slaps, we accompany, <laughs> about two slaps, we accompany that, <laughs> that grab. You know, you just say, oh, borrow the pa, you know, pa, then they will not grab your hand. It's those two slaps that will reset your head. So when they grab your hand, you just follow. Because <laughs> if you just grab your hand, you will just be doing, hey, leave me, leave me. The first two, two slaps, they've sent messages. That if you resist, what will befall you? <laughs> oh my God. Are you hearing me? Maybe that time they didn't promote you was the first slap. That place you're supposed to get commendation, you got query is the second clap, slap. Then that refund of what you didn't steal. And they force you to reform what you didn't steal. Maybe that is the third slap. Now, when God says, Follow me, you will not resist. You have been slapped enough to know that this place I cannot stay here. Oh, is somebody getting something here this morning right now. Hallelujah. Finally, Colossians chapter 1. That is my second final. Every preacher has, to, has a right to three finalists. I've used two of them, remaining one. Okay. Let me preserve that one for longer. <laughs> Look at this. It says, for this reason. Oh, no, they should have done this. For this reason, we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to ask. Look, do you see that everything here is a matter of prayer point? That you may be acceptable, it was a prayer point. That God will bless you indeed, it was also a prayer point. Look at this one also. It's what? A prayer point. To be the will of God, what? It's a prayer point. For this reason, we also, since we, the day we had it, do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled what? With the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual what? Understand. That you may be filled with it. And I told you that being filled with the will doesn't mean that you are walking in the will. You have heard about New York. You have heard about 
Australia. You have heard about Canada, about London, about Paris, about all those places. But you might not have worked there. For the fact that you are feed or you know something, or you watch a movie about something, doesn't mean that you experience it. Glory be to God forevermore. For the fact that you, so I know a lot of people who know the will of God, but they are not doing it. Okay. Somebody say amen to that too. Some people, some people even know the will of God. They still be asking. Hey, Jerry, what do you think? When I was praying, the Lord said, I should marry so, so, so. Do you think she's a good person? Now, Jerry, born now. The God, the, the God that's supposed to you that you should marry her, why don't you go and talk to that God? And then there are some things you will never find out until you get close to the person. Get close to the person. If you think that God wants to marry the person, get close now. Even some people that you say God wants you to marry, when you get close to them, you see that God didn't want you to marry them. That is your flesh that wants to marry her. She's yellow. That's all. Very yellow. Madam, you are yellow. <laughs> you just see, that is all. It's yellow. Is the yellow pepper. The, 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 I don't know that. The tomato. My tomato, just you. How they do today? <laughs> that you will just see is tomato just that is attracting you. But when you get close, you discover that beauty is just skin deep. Very thin. So you will now talk to the direction and say, ah, it's not God. Father, thank you for delivering me. <laughs> but some people will say, no, no, God, I don't think it's you. But when you get close, hey! Like the tabernacle. The tabernacle is drab outside. Drab outside. Totally drab outside. It's made of the colors of brown colors. It's made of, 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 of dark colors. The color of that animal, um, that animal that is so tough. Baja. Tough. Because the salvation code is tough. Because it can only take the son of God to do it. That's why it's tough. Drab outside, but once you get inside, come and see colors. Purple, red, yellow. The inside of the tabernacle is so beautiful. Why? When you are looking at Christ from outside, look at these burning Christians. They are wasting their life. They don't drink. They don't womanize. They don't party. They don't go anywhere. They only hear prayer, prayer. Church, church, church. What a boring life. But when you come inside, Glory be to God forevermore. That's what we are talking about. Everything you see in the Old Testament is talking about Christ. Christ is burning out from outside. But when you get inside, what a fullness of joy. Glory be to God forevermore. So, that's what he said here. That you may be filled with knowledge of his will. You know what it was the man? Spiritual what? Understanding. Finally, Colossians chapter 4. Colossians chapter 4. Verse 12. Hope you got blessed this morning, right? Colossians 4 12. Epaphras, look at what he says here now. Epaphras, who is one of you? Who is one of you? A born servant of Christ. Greets you. What? Always laboring family for you. What? In prayers. Can you see it's a matter of prayer again? It's a matter of prayer. What? Again. For you in prayers. That what? That you may stand perfect and complete. What? In all the will of God. That means you don't just know the will. Now you are standing in it. Those are two parts of the prayer. You know and you stand. You know and you stand in it. You will not just only know. You will stand. 
Maybe next week, should I teach you how to stand in it? Because it's a, it's a big gap between those two prayers. Hey, yeah, yeah, it's a big gap. It's a big gap. Glory be to God forevermore. You need to beat down many things to stand in that place. Oh. Glory be to God forevermore. I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you massive inheritance among those who are sanctified. You know, may this July be extraordinary for you. Listen to me, brothers and sisters. There's a prayer I want to pray for you based on what the Spirit of the Lord told me. There are many things that are standing. Promotion at work. So many things. I don't know what they are. This month of July, they'll be, re they, 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 they be resolved. Yeah. I don't know what they are. This month, this July, pending issues, pending matters, in the name of Jesus, they will be resolved. I say it again. Pending matters. This month of July, they'll be resolved. Contract matters. They'll be resolved. Renewal of contracts. Renewal of jobs. Retainerships. Rents. Accommodation. Decisions. They'll be resolved in your favor. In the name of Jesus Christ. Pending payments. They'll be resolved. Listen, listen. Final allocations. They'll be resolved. In the name of Jesus Christ. In this seventh month of the year. May the Lord perfect all that concerns you. 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 In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Answers will come. Clear call directions will come. You will know what to do. Confirmation will come. In the name of Jesus Christ. I give you praise, my king. I thank you. And we plead the blood of Jesus Christ over our lives. We are preserved. No man will harm us. We will not harm anybody. We will not jam anybody. Nobody will jam us. We will not hurt any man. No man will hurt us. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Our steps are ordered. We are at the right place at the right time. And the name of the Lord is glorified in our lives. King of glory, we give you praise. We honor and we bless your holy name. In the mighty name of Jesus, we are prayed. Are you happy you came to church this morning? Let's celebrate God, everybody. Hallelujah. Glory to God. For the people of God to enter, step out of the nest, spread your wings and soar, surrender. Epignosis, concise knowledge.